Heart of Tin, a Dorothy Must Die prequel novella. 1. People say I'm heartless. Pretty ironic when you think about it. I've heard the rumors, the back talk. I know what goes on behind closed doors, and not just because I have spies everywhere in Oz. But that's not the whole story, not by a long shot. My problem, when you get right down to it, was that all I ever wanted was love. Think about the first time you really fell in love. No, I mean really think about it. How it was like your whole life before that moment was a black and white movie and suddenly you stepped into Technicolor. We don't have that stuff in Oz, but Dorothy's told me about it. Now imagine the moment you fell in love was also the moment you got a heart. I mean, literally. I'd had a heart back in the day and thought I was in love, too. And then I'd lost both heart and girlfriend thanks to one hell of a wicked witch, and I assumed I'd never have the chance to love again. Before Dorothy won me a new heart, I could only listen to people talk about what it was like, while knowing I'd never again feel the same way, cry the same tears, experience the same joy. I thought I'd have to spend my whole life that way, in an empty, colorless world, only able to imagine the kinds of experiences everyone else took for granted. Not just falling in love, but the whole package. The giddy first moments, the blowout fights, because you can only get really mad if you really care. Getting to a place with someone where you can't imagine your life anymore without them. That was never going to be for me. And then Dorothy got here, and everything changed. Not just for all of Oz, for me. Everything I thought I knew about love, well, Dorothy rewrote the book. I thought I had been in love before her, but I didn't even know what the word meant. Dorothy didn't just give me a new heart, she gave me a new life. So you can say what you want about the decisions I've made and the things I've done. Sure, there are some things I'm not proud of. It's possible I've even made a few mistakes. Even when I didn't have a heart, I was always a compassionate person. I don't like to see others suffer even when it's necessary. I'm not like Scare. I don't thrive on the pain of others. And now that I have my heart, the heart that belongs to Dorothy, I know my own worth. I don't need to make other people feel small in order to boost my own ego. I do important things every day. I'm in charge of the safety of Oz, and I take my job seriously. It's actually pretty fulfilling, if you want to know the truth. I think I have a real gift. But the important thing, the thing you have to remember, is that everything I did, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and the stuff in between, was out of love. Judge all you want, but I bet you'd have trouble saying the same thing about your own life. I want that down on the record. All of it, everything, the whole shebang, it was for her. It all started the moment Dorothy returned to Oz. She wasn't from our world, 
And we, the scarecrow, the lion, and I, knew that she'd want to go home. After she went back to Kansas, the three of us went our separate ways. The lion, off to rule as the king of beasts in the forest. The scarecrow back to the Emerald City, of course, to take the wizard's place as ruler of Oz. And for me, it was back to the land of the furry little Winkies, where Glinda sent me to replace the Wicked Witch of the West as their ruler. The Winkies were a peaceful, dull people, and I had a lot of time to spend thinking about how much I missed Dorothy. About the last time I'd seen her, her face wet with tears as she kissed me goodbye. She'd hugged the scarecrow, patted the lion on the head, but me? She had kissed, sobbing all the while. And even though my cheeks rusted a little where her tears had stained them, I left the marks to remind me of her. Dorothy, goodness incarnate, with her sweet face and her little checked dress and her cute dog and her picnic basket, Dorothy saw the best in all of us from the start. 